Welcome back, everybody. Mm-hmm. Back at it again with your boys. Prefer not to say podcast. You know, always at it. Mm-hmm. Coming with the the speaking and things. <laughs> the, the words, words and stuff. The words and talk. <laughs> <laughs> we talk to talk because we can't really walk on a podcast. Mm-mm. So today's uh, not a uh, you know mini series episode. Today's episode, uh, I decided to call Being Timeless with Limited Time. And I've been kind of wanting to do this episode for a while because even though there's so much of people, I don't know how to say this. There's a lot of people showing that you can do pretty much anything at any age Mm -hmm. or you can continue doing what you love at any age. But there still seems to be some people kind of caught in the life cycle of, uh, oh, I'm I'm kind of past my prime or I'm, you know, past mm-hmm. expiration on whatever I want to do. Or they're living on a very strict, uh, a very strict uh, timeline that someone else is like predefined for them. You know, I've hit this yeah. age. It's time to go do this. It's time to go do that. Time to give up all the things you loved as a mm-hmm. child. It's kind of weird because I, <laughs> I realize like our generation's very much against that. Yeah, so we 100%. just we just stick with everything, and then we pass it down <laughs> to the next generation. Like when I saw, what was it? Uh, I think it was both uh, both of the recent Dragon Ball Z movies. When I went and saw those in theaters, and I saw like people, you saw multiple generations of people. It's like you saw younger kids who were just getting into it. You saw, mm-hmm. you know, people, you know, older bringing their kids to it. Mm-hmm. And that just shows that just shows that the material can be timeless. It's for all ages and all generations. I mean, not to mention there's also, you know, countless people who didn't get their big break until they were older. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't Colonel Sanders 60 when KFC popped off? <laughs> I mean, I or something like that. I'm pretty sure that fact to know, but <laughs> no, I don't no, it's know. A, it's a, I'm pretty sure it's a widely known fact. I'm going to look that up real quick. <laughs> I will I will say this. I've never even seen a young Colonel Sanders like in, in any pictures or anything. So. I don't think I've ever seen an actual picture of him. <laughs> Let's see. When did he start KFC? Oh, he was 65. Yeah. 65 and slinging that fried chicken. <laughs> that's such that's that's got to be like one of those things like, you know, that's just one of those hobbies you get into when you're older. Like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sell some fried chicken. I got this really good mm-hmm. recipe that I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, fuck it, I got time to kill. Hey, man, you like this chicken? Yeah. Yeah, you should probably sell this stuff. All right, bet. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) There's no such thing as being too old to be an entrepreneur. There's no no such thing as being too old to sling chicken. That's what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you want to sell chicken, you can do it pretty much until you die. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think my favorite is uh, the actors who have never been young as long as we've been on this earth. (laughs) <laughs> like Morgan Freeman and Samuel Jackson, I've they're they've never been young as long as I've been alive. Mm-hmm. They're just they're they I'm I'm they're like the uh, the opposite of like Keanu Reeves, you know. Like he's the the always young immortal vampire. They're the always old they're the immortal always vampire. Oh, Keanu man. was turned in his early 20s. <laughs> they were turned later in their years. <laughs> but it was still centuries ago. 
Yeah, like uh, Samuel Jackson. I mean, he didn't get his he didn't get his breakout role till forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's and that's the story with a lot of people in that industry. You know, that in it for you know a number of years, and then they you know they have that one thing, and it you know finally really gets breaks them through into the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, or you know I I like that music has kind of gone that way not that people are entering it at a young age but people who've been around forever can still do it even though they're past what would be considered an expiration date Mm -hmm. you know like all the rappers that are in their 40s or like late 30s early 40s maybe even older just keep before it it was like you you hit 35 and you were an og like you're a senior citizen (laughs) at least at least you know years ago now it's like oh there's some people who just you know barely getting started mm-hmm. you, you you hit your 30s and the whole scene is like all right all right old blood calm down now yeah well like uh chuck d from public enemy i'm pretty sure if he didn't turn it this year this this year will be his 60th birthday Whew. still doing it Up in there. fact in fact he he goes from obviously like you know long-standing hip-hop legend to starting prophets of rage with be real from cypress hill and the like musicians from rage against the machine and ends up on like rock radio <laughs> like wow there are young there are younger artists who can barely last five minutes this dude's been around you know i think public enemy put out their first album in 1987 and he's still finding commercial relevance at near 60 years old. I think Ice-T is getting close to 62. Ice-T is all over the map, though. Uh, he is. <laughs> Ice-T is like music, <laughs> movies, TV shows. Yeah, he's, <laughs> you know, he's got that uh, SVU money, though. Mm-hmm. The show he'll never leave. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't either. And, and he still plays with body count. <laughs> like of all the things to do musically right now, he chooses his like you know metal band to be a part of. Oh, that's no, wild! That's high energy being in a metal band, and the fact he he's aged pretty well too. Hmm. I mean, I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> I don't want to point out any like specific indicators, but I mean, you know, black don't crack. <laughs> 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 I, I love this one thing it said black don't crack black don't crack and it was a picture of justin timberlake <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's man. one of those celebrities where it's like yeah we claim him <laughs> he's one of us now you know what's impressive pharrell he literally mm. is a vampire yeah like he has he there is no signs of him having aged at all in the past how, 20 years uh, how old is pharrell now He's like probably late forties. That dude looks younger than me. <laughs> yeah, 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 he looks younger than. That's yeah, that's just mind blowing. Hold on, I'm gonna look up Pharrell's age. Yeah, I'm Pharrell, pretty sure he's like his mid to late forties. Pharrell right now looks younger than I did ten years ago. <laughs> Forty seven. Wow. <sighs> oh. Yeah, I think one of my favorite you know stories of people you know succeeding in their. I don't want to say old because I don't know. The 40s isn't really old at this point. The closer I get to it, I'm like, yeah, that's uh, that's mm. not even the halfway point in life yet. But uh, Run the Jewels is a great example. You know, they started working together when they were like 35. I think it was. And that was when LP produced Killer Mike's uh, album Rap Music. Mm-hmm. And then they start Run the Jewels. And it's like, you know, they're finding success. It's like, you know, they've been around for years in the industry. And it's like they reinvent themselves and are more famous than they've ever been. 
And it's like now that now they're in their early 40s and they're getting even bigger. Yeah, it's just. I don't, I like seeing that because, it, you know, it just shows or, or you know, you got to think about like take a, like Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. He still puts out albums. You just don't realize it. Like he, he's put out several albums recently in recent years, and also he does like I mean, obviously he does other things, but Snoop you know, puts out cookbooks. <laughs> oh yeah, he did put out that cookbook. <laughs> he hangs out with Martha Stewart. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh man. that's funny. When I mean, I just him as a that, I loved him so as a much. celebrity personality though is always just has always been entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, his music doesn't even matter at this point. It's like, dude, you're just an interesting person. It's an all-around good human being. Yeah, that's it's just kind of funny how he's putting out cookbooks. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen any of the recipes from them? No, I haven't. Oh, he's got stuff in there like, uh, like go shorty, it's your birthday cake. <laughs> the recipe for it's a cake recipe. <laughs> it's so damn funny. Like I, I almost want to buy it oh, and just start flipping just through. Just to see like, it, like, huh? Might have to <laughs> so make some of this one this. day. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, actually, um, actually, the there was a, it was a tweet that inspired this to do this kind of episode. Mm-hmm. Tell and, me about it. What did, what did, what did Twitter feed you today? Uh, well, this, this actually wasn't today. This was like something I'd found forever ago. Um, and it's appropriate for once because mm-hmm. I find some inappropriate things that are super hilarious on Twitter. <laughs> But it's this dude, his name's a Chuck, uh, I think Mittan, M-I-T-T-A-N. I don't know if it's, mm-hmm. he might pronounce it Mitten. I don't know. But it says, um, I'll be 60 tomorrow. Here are some more numbers. I wrote my first script at 47. Earned my first IMDB writing credit at 53. My friends are retiring. I'm prepping to direct a feature. They're just numbers. As long as you still have breath and passion, do the thing you love. Do it. Yep. I like that thing he added though. <laughs> My friends are retiring, and then he's like just flexing on everything else. Like, yeah, I'm just getting started. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, that that just shows that he's definitely on his own wavelength when it comes it comes to like you know living living his life and 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 in what phase he's in. You know, everybody else is like, all right, I I ran the race. It's time for me to chill out, and he's just like, no, nah, I'm not done. I'm gonna do a few more laps. Also, film is one of those industries you can get in literally at any age mm-hmm. and find success. You can start as young as you want or as old as you want. You can you can become like somebody if you do the right things. I don't know. I just always see stuff like that because like before, it's like when I was younger, I was like, man, I got to do all this stuff right now while I'm young. Otherwise, I won't be able to do it when I'm older. And then, it, and then I realize that's complete nonsense. <laughs> I... uh I have a uh, a small story for like a personal experience I had when I was uh I want to say like nineteen twenty, and this kind of really like destroyed my uh, perception of living on a time frame when I was younger. So I was at uh I was at a GameStop, you know, about to about to purchase some new game, and uh, there was an older lady uh, walking through the store. She walks up to me. She asks, "Hey, is this uh is this a good game? Would you recommend this or whatever?" It's like one of the more recent Call of Duties or something like that, and I'm like, I mean. 
like what what is your what is your what is your son into or your grandson or whatever what like what 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 stuff are they trying to play she's like oh it's not for them this is for me i was like what (laughs) (laughs) you're like you're an old lady (laughs) i was like so how long have you been gaming she's like oh i just got into it a few months ago i'm like oh yeah yep that right there i don't care how old how young i am if i want to try something new i'm down you know it showed me that like no matter where you are in your like timeline you you always have the opportunity to engage in something new and interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. And then definitely. I told her about the game. And was like, yeah, go go home and start slapping people around. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get him, Grandma. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. It just goes to show that you know it doesn't matter how old you are. The, you know, there's so so much of a stigma placed on certain things at certain points of life, and it's like you know, it's all relative. It, it's why does it have to be linear? It can all run in parallel. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's weird because when I turned 20, that was like a paradigm shift in my viewpoint because whenever, because everyone else is like, oh, well, you get the faster time goes. It kind of slowed down for me at 28 because it kind of put into perspective like I'm at an age in, in time, in history where you can do anything because of technology. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the barrier between like the barrier between I don't, I don't want to say what's mainstream and what's not, but the scope of things has has been reduced and there's a lot of things that aren't too far off. You know, we can cut out the middleman so we can do anything we want. Oh, OK, I get it. I get what you're it's saying. Like there, there's not yeah. as much gatekeeping. There's not as much industry gatekeeping because it's a free for all. Everything's yeah, getting cheaper. Everything's getting more accessible. You and what you're trying to do. Like, it's funny, like, you know, like, like with my interest of music and film, it's the one areas where everything's getting cheaper and easier to do. <laughs> That's yeah, just mind blowing. I mean, it's like, it's getting cheaper. Before it was like, you needed millions of dollars to do anything. Now it's like, all you need is a laptop. Call it good. A little bit of editing software, you know, record on your phone. Who cares? <laughs> right. You know, I, I just always thought it was, you know, all right, after, you know, after a certain point, I got to tap out. But then I realized, no, I'm not doing that mm. <laughs> just because it doesn't happen now doesn't mean it won't happen. I mean, look at us, you know, uh, starting a podcast. I, you know, that's just that seems like something older people would do, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I generally don't see too many uh, too many younger groups starting shows or at least. I should say I haven't come across the shows started by younger people. It's always like somebody who's in their late thirties or like somebody who has an already established career. Who's like, you know what? I'm just going to start a podcast and they have that instant following. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's just, you know, there are just so many instances where I don't know. I, I want to be able to encourage more people to think like that. You know, it's like, you don't just work a job, start a family retire and die mm-hmm. was it what was it? <clears throat> it was like school career family death that's like the whole plot line and when somebody first pitched that to me i was like no sir that sounds way too depressing I, yeah I can't it's, be about it's that. what do you do all, with all that time though because that's not really a, that's not really accomplishing that much mm-hmm. that's just that's just setting yourself up uh setting yourself up to leave a decent inheritance. That's what I feel like. That's all that does. 
It's like I'm not I'm not trying to leave an inheritance. I'm trying to leave an empire. That's what I want to leave. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's just there's so many examples nowadays. You know, it's you know there are no rules anymore, and you know you're able to. I mean, we're living longer. Life expectancy keeps going up. Oh, I remembered I was going to say something, but I forgot, but I didn't want to start and stop like people do. Like, oh, wait, I, I don't know what I was saying. There was a dude I came across in an article. I think he was celebrating his like 101st or 103rd birthday or something like that. I don't know. Oh, wow. He just turned that and he was getting ready to release his first album. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep, yeah, that's what you do when you're 100. Write music. <laughs> and uh, he said uh, the biggest thing he would pass on to somebody is retire to something, not from something. Okay. That makes sense. Because people retire from jobs, then die. Yep. You retire to something, it's just another chapter. I like that. I like that retiring to something, not from something. Yeah, it's like, oh, if, if you've maxed out this experience, just start a new one. Yeah, because other, otherwise you're just feeding, you know, the corporate machine. You're just existing as a cog. And then once your usefulness has worn off, then you just fade into non-existence. Right. Exactly. I just like that, like retire to something. Yeah, that's that's exactly what we should do. It's also, like you know, I'm just the more I delve into health and fitness that I realize everybody could, you know, be pushing themselves to last longer in life if they just did the right things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people are setting their ways and <clears throat> I mean, make assumptions about you never how know. things they are. Might, they might change their opinion when they're once they're in their sixties. <laughs> I've seen plenty of like elderly bodybuilders that started way late and they look great. Like, oh yeah, there's this one woman. She's in her eighties now. Her and her sister got into it in their forties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, they're probably going to live longer because of it, because, you know, you're supposed to because it's it's the way it's always presented to people when, when an norm is established. You you just kind of fall into it. it, you know, like like old people who mall walk, they push cardio all the time for older people. No, you should be pushing conditioning and strength training mm-hmm. because that's what's needed to keep your body going. Gotta keep the muscles strong. Cardio is gonna keep your organs fine, but like the rest of you is gonna fall apart. Your bones are gonna get brittle. Your muscles are gonna give out. You know, you're not gonna be able to do anything. Cardio is good for your heart, and that's literally it. Yeah. (laughs) All those people who think it's good for weight loss, do a little research. You'll find that is really wrong. The only the the single best thing for weight loss is your diet. That is it. No (laughs) amount of exercise is going to outdo you eating cake every fucking day. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's that's partially true. Part of it is diet, but it is strength and conditioning is the most important thing as far as weight loss. I'm not talking about health. I'm talking about sheer just dropping numbers on a scale. Oh, no, it's 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 still it's still conditioning. Okay. All right. Out out exercise a like 6000 calorie diet every day. You'd literally have to wake up and start exercising and not stop <gasps> until you go to sleep. Okay, to I, I, I mean I'm I I'm what I'm saying is as far as weight loss care because calories is only part of the story. Mhm. It's like yes, that's important, but that that's not the main factor. Like, you know, it regardless of what you eat, that's not going to keep weight off. 
because you have to keep because you you eventually adapt. <laughs> yeah, to an extent, but your your body's not going to keep going. Your body's not going to adapt to only eating like let's say 800 calories a day and you're going to stay fat like i'm not talking about like somebody who's like oh i need to lose 10 pounds i'm talking about people who need to change their entire lifestyle and lose like a a load of weight to just to reduce their size that's just basic thermodynamics your body will keep dropping stuff until you hit a a limit i i'm i'm getting my information from this podcast i'm listening to that's that's what Mm. i'm presenting and that's what they're talking about is like yes yes that's important but there is a part of it like that's why they say don't do cardio and reduce your calories because your body's going to adapt and you have to keep reducing calories in order to keep the weight off Mm -hmm. i mean people who need a drastic life change that that is more so yeah you're right there is there there's a lot that goes into that though Right. That's a that's a whole that's a whole world of <laughs> I'm stuff. Not, I'm not talking about somebody who's like, I want to lose 20 pounds and look better. No, at that point, just go to the gym because well, you're probably not well, overeating also, anyways. I mean, well, even then, uh, conditioning is one of the most important things because you need the muscle to burn the fat. Because mm-hmm. like it's easy, it's easy for bigger people to lose weight by just reducing the reducing the calories. But if they eventually go up again, <laughs> like I, a reason, like, like are you familiar with reverse dieting? No, that's something I learned recently, and it kind of blew my mind when they when it was being explained because I was like, "Wait, what do you mean reverse dieting?" Yeah, there's a point where you actually have to increase your intake in order to lose weight because it's about building sense. your metabolism. Because mm-hmm. I was like, "Reverse dieting? What's that?" And then I and then I looked more into it. I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense. Your body has to be used to breaking down this amount in order for you to actually." adapt to it but you know i mean generations ago i'd say more so our grandparents time period they weren't so savvy in this area and that's why a lot of them just sort of fell apart (laughs) that's why they that's why they're like 80 years old and they're hunched over and can't stand up straight didn't you say that you just want to just be just ended if that happens? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or something 100%. like that. <laughs> if I ever hit the point where I'm like incapable of physically taking care of myself, if I can't stand up straight, I'm done. I'm tapping out. <laughs> You're just like, up. nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, then there's just a lot of misconception about, it. you know, like, oh, when you're when you're older, your metabolism slows down and all every fitness person I've ever come across is like, no, that is mm-hmm. not how that works at all. It's linked to your level of activity. So just stay active. I always wondered if there's something to being older that that just inherently causes you to fall into those kind of cycles of thinking. It's like that thing like, oh, you'll you'll become this when you turn 30 or 40. Oh, and they're like, you'll become more conservative in your 30s. Shit like that. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, That just sounds like was- accept- acceptance of being a part of the machine. That's what that say, sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's the it's the same line of thinking where like uh somebody who starts like uh trading stock options and shit and starts making a whole bunch of money and gets really invested in something, suddenly they have an opinion on the capital gains tax. You know? It's it's something that just now like affects them. So now they give a shit about it. You know, so when they say, Oh, you're gonna become more conservative in your thirties uh, the implication from my point of view is that you're going to progress to a point in your life where you like started a small business and now you have an opinion on like the way companies are taxed because you don't want that to happen to your company type shit. 
I don't know. It just said, you know, that just sounds like you are older people. It's just they're more liable for volatility at that point. Mm. It's like you have more to worry about. So you just get conservative because you're like, I don't want anything taken from me because I'm a selfish bastard. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I see it. Just sounds like old people are greedy. That's what it, that's all that sounds like. You become more conservative. No, you just get more greedy. <laughs> oh, I have no more free to lose. No, don't take this from me. You have plenty. Relax. Nobody's yeah, after you. It, well, it, yeah, and it sounds like it's you're thinking in terms of things being finite as well. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I'm only going to make this much in my lifetime or I only have this much potential. I can only do this. It's like, no, that's another you, takeaway. <laughs> you're never too old to completely change your line of thinking. You know, well, they always say, you know, America is a place where you can make as much money as you want if you can figure it out. Mm. I mean, look at all these billionaires out here. They figured it out. I mean, by way of, you know, a system of just nonsense that the the lesser people have to deal with. Yep. I mean, (laughs) you don't become a billionaire without stepping on a few million necks. No, I like your idea. If someone hits a billion, you give them a badge that says you win the economy and then they're just not allowed to have any more than that. Yep. Every penny over it just goes to like the impoverished. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, that's why I'm always inspired just to see success at a later age that's constant and not a, you know, people talk about how great they are and not how great they were. Mm-hmm. So that seems to happen a lot. It's like, oh, when I was younger, I was I was this, I was that. You could have still been that. You just stopped. Yeah, I don't like that. It's it's popularized by like the uh the high school football athletes who are like, oh man, I could have gone pro. I was so good. It's like you can still play. There's like amateur leagues and stuff. Oh, people who peaked in high school. That was always like I'm always afraid for people like that because I just don't know how they're going to end up in life. Or it was like, you know, where they're like high school or college, like they're the best years of my life. Really? That early? That's the first quarter, bro. Like, (laughs) if you're watching a sports ball game, is the first is the first segment where it's really getting good, and then it just stops from there. That's not even the first quarter, man. That's like the first five plays, and then they're just like, all right, that was great. Game's over. We're not going past this. It's all downhill from here. Ah, <laughs> damn. Make that one Hail Mary play, and then you just let the other team walk all over you. That's what you're doing when you're peaking in high school. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think it's also people don't realize, you know, there's always there's ample opportunity to change your life mm-hmm. at any age. It's not, you know... <laughs> The plot's not written out for you so hardcore that it's like, I can't deviate. Honestly. Life life allows filler episodes. That's yeah, the, it's just... Go ahead. Yeah, I just... You know, I... I'm seeing it all the time where, you know, so many people are aged. It's, it's almost like they've given up already. I mean, and we've discussed this before. It's like they they fall into that trap of the machine, and it's like they're not going to get conservative when they're thirty. But you know, if if they don't do something to change something by thirty, then they're just they're just going to be set in their ways. Hmm. I don't. Know, I'm just seeing you know, or like one of my uh, actually one of my current favorite artists, Blueprint. All the things he's doing, he I think he just turned forty this year, if he hasn't already, and he's doing big things. Podcast got picked up by a podcast network. He's about to drop what he said. He might be dropping two books this year. He's got more music on the way. 
And this dude, this dude's just doing it up. I mean, he he he's also has the you know he doesn't have a significant other or kids, so he has all his time to spend doing all this stuff. That's where I'm trying to be at, or I'm forty, or when I'm forty, just doing single, big things. no kids, just <laughs> just doing it up, <laughs> dropping books or albums or I don't know, making video well, games. Who knows? What's wild is his uh his co-host Illogic. He works a full time job, has a family. And he's doing a bunch of stuff too. I mean, he's obviously <laughs> part of the podcast, but he's getting ready to drop an album. He's put out a couple. He put out a project recently. He's putting one out Friday for Bandcamp Day. Yo, know, I think he's he's even mentioned a couple times he might consider writing a book or something like that. Mm. I think he's I think he's busy. slightly younger, so he's late late thirties. Yeah, you know, and and it's and the, and they were doing it two decades ago. Like a logic first album came out, I think in two thousand, and Blueprint produced the whole thing. Blueprint it was actually on Blueprint's label. Blueprint started a recording label, like late nineties, early two thousands, and did a multitude of different things while he had a full time job himself. And that was in the early twenties. Now they're getting they're you know approaching the forties, and you know they're still doing it up and keep finding more success. I think Blueprint even also has like you know rental properties too. He's diversified his stuff. That, that's somebody I look up to. It's like, oh yeah, he's he's really he's doing it the way you should be doing it. All these multiple streams and gotta be all over the place. <clears throat> yeah, and and it's also, I think the biggest thing people don't understand is plasticity is infinite in the brain. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's no stop unless unless you have something that's actually medically wrong with you that is inhibiting you from doing certain things. There's always new skills you can learn. There's always new things you can do. There's new hobbies you can take up. There's new jobs you can take. You know, it's crazy. The amount of people who retire and then go back to work because they're sick of retirement life. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'd rather go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bored. I want something to do with my day. But yeah, that's something I always like to say is that the, the, the human mind can expand inward infinitely. So like, why not throw a bunch of whole new skills in there? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's like that dude over a hundred releasing his first album, mm-hmm. retire to something, not from something. Yeah, and I, and I and I don't think it helps like the older generations kind of like lay it out. It's like, oh well, well, you get to this, you do this, you get to do this, and then you do this. And it's like, no, I don't want that. Yep, and they and they definitely there was definitely a trend of you know stamping out anybody who who thought opposite of the uh, the grand plan, you know. Oh, well, you're not going to go to school. All right. Well, you need to get the hell out of my house then. Like even t- even like in the most recent years, a buddy of mine, he was like he was turning 20, 21, something like that. And uh, his parents were like, if you're not going to college, you need to get out. It's like, OK, so you're not going to support your kid while they're like establishing themselves. Jokes on them. Year later owns his own house. Yo, <laughs> that is the ultimate flex right there. Like, oh, I had to get out. All right. I guess I'll get my own property that I own. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, tight. that's it. I've, been, I've never understood that. Mentally. Are his parents? Did his parents go to college? I'm I'm not sure. I don't know too much about his, his family. I just know. Oh, OK. About that situation. I'd probably I, assume I, only one of them did. Yeah, I, I do know. I've I've heard of that where parents who went to college had that kind of attitude, or there's mm. or there's parents who didn't go to college that have that attitude. I, I just find that weird. Like, get out of my house. That's kind of rude. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they also obviously they probably didn't frame it like that. They probably were like, you need to get the fuck out of here. It was probably like, hey, you should probably move out if you're not going to school. You know, but that's such a weird. Thing. That's a stipulation. Mm-hmm. If you're going to school, you can do whatever you want. If not, yep. it's like, what if they want to work a job? 
<laughs> what if they want to save up money and put a down payment on a house instead of putting time into school? Maybe they want to do that so that they can own a rental property. Like, <laughs> what, if, what, what if they just want to bank up some money, buy a you house, buy- rent that bitch out and keep living with you for a little bit, paying rent? Like mind you, your business. You could buy a cheap house. <laughs> you could buy a cheap house for college tuition. Hmm. Honestly, that just yeah. I don't understand. You see, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like other generations, kind of you know, or or when like a generation's envious, they just can't accept that things are different. Mm-hmm. Like I know I can only imagine what it's like for older people when they discover when they learn about OnlyFans, <laughs> or you know, learn that people can sell their feet pics for money. I had to court your grandmother for three weeks just for her to say my name. Okay. All right, Gramps. That sucks. Just to hold their hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, there is there is a resistance to like the new generation's way of thinking. Yeah, I remember I saw this one thing where um I think I heard it on maybe Dave Ramsey's podcast. This, I don't know if he was like 17 or 18 or something. He's making money online, like serious amounts. And he had to ask, are you lying to me about how much you're making? He's like, no, he's, he's like, I don't want to keep it for my mom, but I don't want to tell her because she just doesn't agree with the internet. <laughs> basically. And he's like, well, if you didn't, then you wouldn't. So obviously you want to. He's like, do you, you know, because he, he usually he, he he typically asks because he's a devout evangelical Christian. He asks if he goes to a good church, and he asks you know that he had said something he asks a lot of people, and he asks if he had like you know his pastor could like sit down with them so he could mediate a conversation with that. And then I, I don't remember how the conversation ended, but you know it's so weird how stuff like that can happen where um resistance to modern times can often skew your view of even your own family. Mm-hmm. Where it's like that's not the way I did it. You shouldn't be doing it that way. And this kid was making some serious bank doing what he's doing too. I don't remember what it was, but he was making some serious money. But you know, it's it's also a lack of understanding too. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. It's a little bit harder than when they were growing up. It's the aversion to change. It's you know, you know, I I put myself through college working a part time job. Yeah, you also bought a house for like five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. So they see that as well. You got a, you got a success. degree, had a house, and started a family, and started a, like a multi million dollar company. By the time you were twenty five, it doesn't quite work like that anymore. <laughs> um, and now you got to be uh, now you got to work on your body and then start a multi million dollar uh, adult entertainment enterprise by the time you're twenty five. <laughs> no, you gotta uh, you gotta. You, you gotta you gotta completely graduate with a master's by 20 but also have 36 years experience to get the mm. job you want hell yeah that <laughs> I love memes that make fun of that you, know? mm-hmm. you need 47 years experience mm-hmm. you need <laughs> a, a master's degree in, you need a doctor in an unrelated field and 46 years of experience by age 22. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you're behind the curve <laughs> yeah or or you need a master's degree that pays 15 dollars an hour mm-hmm. that My that's goodness. just a, that's a straight that's a that should be a crime for real oh man that is oh it's times are weird but we're 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 always figuring out a way figuring out ways to you know step outside of the system mm-hmm as we should, and as we should at, at every age, figure out a way. 
old people should start podcasts old people yeah like you know senior how much- citizens <laughs> how long you've been around these stories you have to tell i know you got some wild ones they both my grandfather your life <laughs> both my grandfather served in world war ii i think i'd listen to them talk about any war stories they had unfortunately they both passed away by now but still yeah yeah that's what old people should that should just be like a retirement requirement mm-hmm. that rhymed I'm gonna have to remember that <laughs> retirement, retirement requirement. requirement. It's like as soon as you hit a certain age, you're you're <laughs> by default you have to start a podcast. Yeah, you have all this all this information, all these stories, all this experience. Why not share it? Why not? It'll help. It'll just, help people. It's a uh, it's a um, it's like a, a mental acuity exercise in old folks' homes. Keeps <laughs> their mind sharp. <laughs> Just eat. everyone has a scheduled time. They you mm-hmm. know, have a podcast. All right, that's that's a retirement home should start podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Just all the guests are the people <laughs> that live in the home. Oh, we're on to something. Mm-hmm. We have to go to a retirement and be like, look, we have this idea that we want to try out. Mm-hmm. We have a podcast network. <laughs> How would you feel about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, nobody steal that idea. Uh, it's too, uh, don't release this episode. <laughs> don't, don't release this episode till we've started it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh, it's about that time. Yeah. Well, that was the show today, everybody. Uh, what do you guys all think? I, I can't imagine we have too many older listeners yet. Not too many, except if, like family and such. Yeah. That's my assumption. There could there could be people out there that are elderly listening and we just don't know. I don't know if we have older fans that are strangers. That'd be pretty Man, it's you know, they're probably not on social media, so they Yeah, that would suck. There's no way to reach them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what do you guys think about this subject? Any or, thoughts, concerns, or, uh, questions? How about a story about how you were open to change? outside of the uh yeah. the predefined timeline you know somebody yeah. was like you need to be in school by whatever age and you're like i decided not to go back until i was 30 you know yeah oh well, something like that yeah we'll, we'll open it up for discussion at another time mm-hmm. that'd be a fun interactive episode like do a part two but just have like the fans speak on what they think mm-hmm. you know how how they're kind of you know how they're framing their life with how the, are, with the how, certain framework that was already given to them. How are you against the grain? Let me hear it. Yeah. Well, that's the show for today. It's been fun, everybody. We always, always have fun, fun on the show. That's always fun. Hope you guys are still listening. We know we got some fans who listen every single episode drop. Also, I hope to increase that over time. Then again, I'm just waiting to get this first year over with. The first year is like the it's like the test ground. Mm-hmm. You know, test testing stage. You know, we're trying out all these different things, seeing what works and what doesn't. So when we're in our fifties, still doing the podcast, we'll have it. We'll might we might have it mastered. Podcast rules might change by then. Uh, I don't think we'll have it mastered. <laughs> I think we'll we'll be experts. That's for sure. But <laughs> we will master mastered? the podcast. I don't know. 
I don't know if I'd ever be able to say like, yes, I'm a master podcaster. You come to me, I guarantee you. <laughs> Another rhyme. <laughs> master podcaster retire- <laughs> retirement requirement is podcast ma- podcast master podcaster. <laughs> Becoming a master podcaster is the retirement requirement for ever, it, all all existence. Put it in the song. Uh, all right, everybody. That's it for today. And as always, stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace.